0: episode of the sick podcast Steelers crazy thanks so much for joining us my name is Mike McCastro. find me on Twitter at Mike up sports one I'm joined by my compadre and co-host Jordan York find him at Jordan York music Jordan what's
1: cracking how are you today man nothing man uh we have a really special guest on uh you know we've been knocking these shows out want to say a happy birthday to Sammy yep. uh go Steelers and I'll tease it with a little go Bears yeah, hopefully Sammy has
0: some uh, nice gifts today, maybe a cupcake. I'm a, a big cookie cake guy. I don't know. It yeah. just kind of happened recently. Uh, we'll ask our guests what kind of cakes he enjoys. But let's get right into it. Sammy, roll the intro. Turn,
2: turn, up, your turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick, Sick, Podcast. Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. Harris-Smith-Shields. black o takes it home. Super Bowl forty three. Pittsburgh might be bound for that, thanks to number 43. The Sickest Pittsburgh Steelers Podcast. Sports Entertainment, like no other, It's going to be sick.
0: And our guest today really needs no introduction whatsoever. You've probably seen him on NFL Network or listened to him on one of 100 fantasy football podcasts out there. Uh, he's certainly... Has made his presence known as well over here in the Sick Podcast. We are fortunate enough to be joined by Adam Rank. Adam, what is cracking, man?
2: What is going on? I feel bad. I don't know if I wish Sammy a happy birthday on my show today. Like, I'm now thinking of that. Now I'm starting to get for a clap. I'm choking up a little bit. <laughs> I, I feel really bad about that. My thing, though, I will say this. Welcome, uh, welcome to the Sick family. Tony, like, if you look at it now between the four of us, if we include Tony. Uh, it's an old-school wrestling stable where Tony's the guy who goes for the uh, the world title. I'm going to be the guy who goes for the secondary title, and then you guys compete for the Tag Team Championship. Kind of like the Four Horsemen. I guess that would make me the Barry Wyndham of this. You guys would be Tully and Arn, and, of course, Tony's Ric Flair. So welcome to it. Uh, you guys have been killing it. So uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm sure that I'm here to talk about one person specifically which is fine but i got other notes i can play like i got other songs it's like if you go and see i don't know aha like they play songs other than take on me not many <laughs> but some i don't know that was an old reference you guys google aha and uh you'll you'll see who they are
0: you're dating us a little bit you said you're on bit. to talk about one person and one person only i didn't realize it would be rick flair and uh, Aha over here but it's okay uh we'll take it First of all, Adam, I just want to know, man, I, I how do you find the time to do all this? You're on NFL Network. As yeah. I mentioned, you're a fantasy guru. I think you're in my house right now as well. Are there multiple Probably. Adam ranks? You have some doppelgangers or clones?
2: No, if you're hitting a, a GMFB replay or something, I think uh, I think my last one just went off the air. But yeah, and I got TA tonight. My voice is already going. I, knew I should have known better because I went swimming after I did my GMFB thing. I'm like, why did I do that? But uh, yeah, you know what? A lot of coffee, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of pizza. I don't know. I've been eating so much pizza, pizza lately. It's been insane, but uh, I don't know. Just going on fumes now. That's the way August rolls here.
0: Looks like you at least wore your uh,
1: sunscreen. I don't see any red on that bald head. Go ahead, JY, jump in. Yeah. So obviously we're going to talk about someone who you're familiar with, uh, the new Steelers quarterback, Mitch Trubisky. He had a few years in Chicago, Um, Just kind of touch on that, you know, you covering the Bears and uh, being, you know, a Chicago Bears fan yourself. So just, you know, we want to know as Steeler fans, like what what to expect. Is this going to be, you know, good? Is this going to be bad or is the verdict still out?
2: What is that? The Yinzer like uh, accent that I'm that was that was the strongest accent of the two of you. I love that. I figured (laughs) I was trying to remember who had the strong accent. So now I've got it nailed now that I can commit it to memory because I usually listen. I have no no disrespect to your YouTube channel, which everybody should subscribe to. There you go. Here's my, here's my thing with Mitch Trubisky. And I think that we can all come to the conclusion that a lot of his problems could be contributed to Matt Nagy and his inability to design an offense or really take advantage of a lot of his skills. I think that early on in 2018, when Mitch was more committed to running the football before Harrison Smith popped him and, uh, hurt his shoulder that you could really dial into his athleticism. And I think that now that he's getting this opportunity with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I really do believe that if they view him like similar to the way that the Tennessee Titans brought in Ryan Tannehill, I think that's a reasonable like expectation for Mitch Trubisky. I don't think he's going to go out there and throw for 5,000 yards. I don't think he's, he's just not going to be that guy. But I think if you're somebody if you can dial into his athleticism that he could really end up being a, a serviceable NFL quarterback, somebody that you could go to uh, rely on. I know that Ryan Tannehill was exposed a little bit last year without Derek Henry, but you know, with the Steelers, you're always going to run the football. Well, you got Najee Harris. I think having that kind of approach with Mitch is going to be probably the best case scenario.
0: Yeah, I like that comp. Brian Tannehill obviously taking the Titans to an AFC championship a couple years ago. I think Steelers fans would be quite satisfied with that uh, outcome. We're here with Adam Rank on the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy. Check out his sick podcast as well uh, over there. I want the pie chart. You already talked about Matt Nagy a little bit. Obviously, he gets the majority of the blame on the outside looking in. You had some other contributing factors. You mentioned that shoulder injury. Nick Foles, I feel like any anywhere Nick Foles is at, you got a ton of pressure. He kind of ruined Carson Wentz in Philadelphia a little bit there. A little bit? So I want the pie chart based on percentages on Mitch's failure in Chicago. Matt Nagy, uh Nick Foles, shoulder injury, and Mitch Trubisky. That's the fourth one.
2: Well, I mean, they really didn't scheme around to his shoulder injury or anything like that. So that was kind of a problem. I think um I mean Matt Nagy gets a lot of he he's taken a big chunk of this pie but at the same time mitch trubisky still a little bit limited i mean there was always something about this and this goes into the pre-draft evaluation this was a guy who played quarterback in the state of ohio he was not mr ohio he did not go to ohio state he wasn't even recruited or didn't even consider going to one of the mac schools he went down to north carolina That's not a football factory by any stretch of the imagination, was not a four-year starter. So you're looking at a guy that probably needed a lot of time to develop as a passer that he just wasn't going to get. You know, you wonder if he went to Kansas City, if he was able to sit behind Alex Smith for a couple of years. He probably wouldn't have been able to be rushed in like Patrick Mahomes was in his second season. He is somebody that's going to need some time to develop. And hopefully that time in Pittsburgh or in Buffalo Mm -hmm. will lend itself to him being an an adequate quarterback. It just situationally, it didn't work out for him. I think that, you know, and I hate talking about this guy because of off the field, but when you talk about an on the field performer, uh, Deshaun Watson, who is the quarterback uh, as a, as a player who I liked coming out of college, I think that he could have stepped into that Chicago That Chicago situation had been fine. Patrick Mahomes might have been ruined a little bit. Probably would have found his footing somewhere eventually. But for Mitch, I I just feel like too much of it was the situation that he walked into. And they didn't have a great plan for him. And, you know, he goes in with John Fox. I think John Fox knew, like, we can't start this guy. John Fox tried to protect him above all, above anything. Like, we're not going to win with this guy as a quarterback, they got a little bit lucky in 2018. So hopefully you know, this this last season in Buffalo really helped him out. But, you know, the fact that Brian Dable didn't take him to New York, I don't know, that kind of steps up to, stands out to me. But at the same time, he's competing for a starting job in Pittsburgh. So I think that's going to help him out.
0: All right, so we got a little bit of the pie chart there. I think Matt Nagy, uh, like, like you said, the pole position, something that will help out Mitch Trubisky if he's going to succeed in Pittsburgh, obviously the offensive line. Tell us a little bit about James Daniels, a guy who's still relatively young. Uh, Right guard, it looks like, he'll play with the Steelers, but he was versatile, played all over the Bears O-line. What should we expect?
2: You know what? One of my friends texted me, who's a huge Steelers fan, and he's like, I don't like the the offensive lineman you sent us. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I I don't know. I got. let me tell you something. Uh, Ryan Poles, who is a former offensive lineman, went out there and drafted Braxton Jones who looks like he's gonna be the starting left tackle for the Chicago Bears. And I think that it's starting to become evident that this guy knows what he's doing. You look at not only the draft picks, but also the undrafted free agents that are starting to kick ass for them. And sorry, Sammy, I know I'm not supposed to cuss.
0: On his birthday uh, and
2: everything. On his birthday, (laughs) I I offend the young man. But uh, I, I think that, you know, he walked into a situation where he saw James Daniels and was like, yeah, we're good. We're, we're, we're moving on. And uh, good luck with all that. I think the Steelers, though, to me, I think the biggest problem is that you shouldn't have drafted Kenny Pickett. Like, I know Franco Harris was out there freaking out when he drafted him. Like, what a story. And I know people, if there's somebody there old enough, your parents probably remember, or your grandparents probably remember passing on a guy i don't know if you guys are familiar with who dan marino was but he was an excellent quarterback a long time ago and uh he played at Pitt. you you might not be aware of this played college football (laughs) at Pitt. the steelers had a chance to draft him and and didn't and uh, he went on to have an excellent nfl career maybe the steelers were worried about that i don't think he should have been I think if you would have drafted a lineman, and I'd have to go back and look at the draft to see who you didn't take. I know it's Braxton Braxton Hicks, uh, one of them. But uh, if you would have drafted a lineman, I think your rebuild would have been a little bit further along. But, you know, I don't know. James Daniels might not be the answer.
1: So I'll I'll go ahead and pick up. So there's an elephant in the room. I'm sure you might have heard of this guy named George Pickens. The Bears passed on him once and twice so just tell us about you know bears fans right now are they thrilled about this or you know is it kind um, of just water under the bridge
2: okay first of all i love bayless jones like i don't know you get one of the best receivers in the sec in the He's third
1: 35
2: round. who cares just play three seasons he can rent a car who cares if that guy can go out and play that's what matters i don't care what his age is go out there and perform to the best of your abilities and if he comes out and starts making some YouTube or YouTube plays where you're like, this guy's the best, look at him, look at what he's been able to do, I think that's worth it. The players that you need to compare George Pickens to are Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon. And if both of those guys end up being Pro Bowl-type players, then I'm fine with it. I think it's the Packers that we need to point out. Like, hey, the Packers pass on them three times. They could yeah. probably use a wide receiver. I think we're fine. I think if our guys end up panning out, it's not going to be that big a deal. But at the same time, uh, yeah, a lot of Bears fans. I know Berlissimo loved – we talked about him heading up to the draft. That was who we were kind of hoping for. And I don't know. We could do the hindsight's twenty twenty. I think that uh, going after the two defensive guys will end up paying off for the Bears in the end. So, you know, it's one of those things. It kind of like lends itself, although it's different now because the Jets ended up trading him but there were a lot of teams I'm trying to remember who the chargers pass because the chargers could have taken Christian McCaffrey and they did not And you're like, okay, that, that didn't work out. The jets could have drafted Christian McCaffrey, but took Jamal Adams. Like, it's like that kind of situation. Like who got the best of that? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's an exciting thing. So hopefully it works out for the Steelers. Actually, I don't care. Um, oh, wait, I've got him in fantasy. So I do care. But uh, <laughs> it's Jaquan brisker. Is the guy that he's looked like he's been over the last couple of weeks? But I'll be fine with it. That's who. That's who the comp is. It's not Bayless. Leave him You're out right. of this conversation. I do
1: agree with you there. I do agree with you
0: there. Man, the Romeo Dobbs slander coming from a dynasty player over here with the with the Packers. I won't. I won't stand for it. All right, let's wrap up relatively soon here with Adam Rankin. and do want to mention we saw a lot of Brisker at Penn State, being Penn State guys over here. I think I saw your tweet about uh, buying the Brisker stock. So we're excited about him. Yeah, you are right. Adam Rank. We're going to have you rank some things for us, all right? all right? On the exit here. So let's let's rank the AFC North. Do that for me.
2: Oh, Bengals number 1 for sure. Uh I think you'd have to put the Ravens at number 2. I would put the Steelers Uh-oh. at number 3. And then I would uh go a long ways down and then I'd put the Browns. I think the situation they're in with their quarterback. What an awful what an awful turn of events. Especially like it's not like you made the trade and you're surprised by what, like, oh, where did this go? Like, you gave them guaranteed money. And when you're in team, I I would be shocked if they have a good season. I, You know, because I did my predictions already uh, for the NFL Network, and we did that stuff, and I'm kind of beholden. You know, I don't want to go back and change too much, but it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't see how this situation in Cleveland works out. I really don't. And I like Jacoby Brissett. Like, I think a couple of years ago, he looked pretty nice in 2019, playing through some injuries. But, man, I don't envy anybody. I feel bad for the Browns fans. And it's like, you know what, the whole thing with Baker, too. It's Like, Baker led the – like, not only did he lead you to the playoffs, he led you to a playoff win over the Steelers. Oh, come on. Can we know. kick
0: him off the podcast now? <laughs>
2: a playoff win over the Steelers. Played through injuries last year. If he just would have gotten injured and been like, I'm out, yeah, and shorter. not gone out there and tried to play through it, he probably would have been better off, and maybe they don't make this deal. But I don't know. I feel bad for Baker, and uh, I'm a Sam Darnold guy too. So I'm like, I feel bad for a lot of people. But um, you know, it is what it is. So the Browns are my fourth team. I'm not happy with them right now. All
0: right, you heard your first, Adam Rank ranking the Steelers number one in the AFC North. No, That's not just what just it is. Not what happened. His, <laughs> his stuff is already out there. All right, you're a fantasy guy. This one's for for me potentially. Uh, but of course we have a, fan- a lot of fantasy listeners as well. I don't want like casual sleepers. I want four deep
2: oh sleepers.
0: Okay. I want the Vilas Jones.
2: Type. No, I mean you gave one away. You're talking about Romeo Dubs. Dobbs. Dubs. If you played for a cool team, I would say dubs, like wins. I don't know how to play. I have Christian no, Watson too. It is it is Dobbs. It is Dobbs. He was great at Reno. He might end up being the best Reno guy since. Nate Burleson. So I really like him. I like Nico Collins a lot this year. I will put – both. there's there's two Texans you can go for. I like Nico Collins as a second-year breakout. I also like uh, Pierce, the running back. Yeah, He's another Damian guy. Pierce. like Damian Pierce looks fantastic. I just saw a Baldi's breakdown. I'll probably retweet it at some point today. That's a pretty good option. Who else do we like who's like a super deep guy? I have – dude, I just did a cameo thing. Uh, the other night, and I always lose. I always, I should write these down. I got to look at the teams. But um, who else do we like who are super deep? So we like those two guys because I'll I'll half it right there. We also like, gosh, let me look through the teams. That I works. Think...
0: I saw you. I saw you tweet about Antonio Gibson recently. Are you you Brian Robinson? Not a Brian Robinson guy. Brian
2: Robinson Jr. No, because he's their goal line back already. Yeah, I just think that Antonio Gibson's gonna reemerge at some point this is what happens in fantasy is the people that don't pay attention or the people who just auto pick end up with antonio gibson after we've all faded him and then all of a sudden antonio gibson finishes strong and we're like that was perfect way to go i'm glad that worked out isaiah spiller is another guy too that i really like nice. anybody who's buying in on uh, on austin eckler this year He's going into his age, what, 28 season? I think it's important to have Isaiah Spiller. I think that he can end up being a very valuable piece. And you know what? Ever since they added that 18th game, you know it's really been imperative that you go get these backup running backs, even more so than ever. And I think that Isaiah Spiller is going to be one. James Cook is kind of a big name because he played at Georgia. So I don't think he's sneaking up on anybody. So I think that that's somebody to to pay attention to as well. Isaiah Pacheco with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's interesting because when when Clyde Edwards-Elaire came into the league, Andy Reid compared him to Brian Westbrook. And Brian Westbrook was terrible in his first two seasons before he broke out in his third year. So you're like, all right, well, then maybe Clyde Edwards-Elaire will do that. But then at the same time, Isaiah Pacheco's looked pretty good. So that's a guy, even I know everybody's talking about Sky Moore, but like Isaiah Pacheco is a guy – because, like, here's what we know. A second-year wide receiver and a rookie running back are going to break out this year. So I'm going to take Nico Collins. I'll take Isaiah Pacheco. And then uh, keep drafting a bunch of rookies as well.
0: I like it. It'd be nice if the Steelers had a backup running back, Jordan. That was a touch point for us in the last episode. Uh, Last thing, Adam, we talked about cake coming in. Make this simple for us. Four best stadium foods. Rank them
2: oh well i think that given the circumstance any stadium that you go to i was in cincinnati i went to the great american ballpark no matter where i go no i got to try their hot dogs like you got to figure out like the brats or hot dogs always number one soft pretzels number two helmet nachos is number three and then uh whatever ice cream you got going on i know at angel stadium i live in southern california they have this french company called creamily that's just taken over like their, their ice cream products are so good. So, uh, it's been something special.
0: Are you the kind of guy who's eating ice cream in January at soldier field? Never. Okay.
2: Would not, ne- would stuff. never do that. No, no. Well,
0: I tell you what, hopefully Sammy gets a lot of ice cream today for his birthday. Adam, right? He's pa- the absolute he's, best. Even he's though he's to wish Sammy happy birthday.
2: <laughs> I know on my show. I'm surprised if, if it doesn't make it on there, like this is terrible. I can't believe that I did that to him. I'm an hey. awful person.
0: Everybody listen to Adam, of course, in the Sick Podcast. Catch him on NFL Network 11 times today, and I know he'll be uh, recapping Seahawks-Bears at 11 p.m. Eastern uh, with William McGinnis. Adam, thank you, sir. Catch you another thank time. Thank
2: you. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me.
0: You got it, man. Tell you what, JY, a lot of fun, a lot of good info yeah. there. Uh, and, of course, what are your, some of your
1: takeaways about what he said about Trubisky? Do you think he's I mean, I'm ready? I, I agree. I don't I don't expect him to come out and be, you know, Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, like I said, Ryan, if he can put up numbers like Ryan Tanninghill, they got him for backup quarterback money. Um, you know, Kenny's, you know, just waiting on his, his turn. I think that yeah. it's it's good. And uh Omar Khan, uh I think I, I read something recently, uh, it was yesterday about they asked him specifically, are you guys shopping, you know, Mason around basically is what they were saying. And he said that we're we're, lo- we're looking forward to keeping these three on here. And I, I think it's good, you know, for now, everything's for now um, the, the you know, injuries uh, you know, anything's possible, but from what I took away with it, man, just getting someone that's again on my television 11 times a day talking about <laughs> football. Um, it, it was really cool to knack his brain. And uh, I kind of, kind of got that, that George picking in on him. Sammy was the one who actually asked me to ask him that. And uh, he kind of, I could tell that that got him fired up, but yeah, man, he's just an awesome guy, and uh, can't can't thank him enough for coming on.
0: I tell you what, let's talk about Mason Rudolph a little bit. You mentioned it. You mentioned Pickens was an elephant in the room. So is Mason right now, and it might yeah. be the fact that he's an elephant in the room at, at Steelers training camp. Uh, there were reports swirling earlier this week that he could potentially be traded. Uh, I tweeted earlier this week that if I were Mason Rudolph, I would ask for a trade years ago. Um, this was a guy that was benched for Duck Hodges at one point. Shout out Duck, though, our, our boy. And, you know, we've had him on the, the Yins Are Crazy show before. But Steelers have really never treated Mason all that well. So I would get why he'd want to be traded. Yeah. Also, he's you know, he's not – he this year is a a, a placeholder, a second-string yeah. guy that was going to, you know – just be there until Kenny Pickett was ready and not take over Mitch Trubisky's spot. So
1: I would, I'd look to move him if I were Omar Khan and the Steelers. See, I kind of disagree with you there for the fact that for people who are saying that Mason didn't have a chance, he had a full season. I think it was what, 17 games, maybe even more now that he had a chance to start. You, You came in, you know, Ben got hurt, players got hurt, you had your chance. Like, to say that he doesn't – he didn't perform when he had his chance, so they don't give him as many chances because – do you see what I'm saying? Like, everyone who says that, like, yeah, like, he does deserve a chance. He's been on a team. He knows the playbook. He, he knows what it is to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, I'm sure he's a great guy. But as far as, like, on the field play, you know, you can't tie the Lions and then say, oh, you know, Mitch mitch is a proven winner in the league. So – I don't know. That's just that's just me personally. But I I would definitely have to disagree with you there because um, I don't think you're going to get much trade value for him. You know, maybe a fifth or sixth round pick, a fourth if you're lucky, if you throw something else in there or money, Um, you know. But as far as that, for people who say Mason Rudolph didn't have a chance, he had a full season of NFL starts to uh, show that he's not a mediocre quarterback. He's a he's a good backup. But But then why do you want to keep him? Because he's a good backup. Why did, why did we keep Josh Dobbs? Why did we keep, uh we didn't, We traded <laughs> because they know because they know the playbook and it's good that it's almost like, to me, I feel like it's almost having another coach on the sideline. I mean, you got yeah. Josh Dobbs as a rocket scientist. I think he, he, he <laughs> two, two snaps of, of foot NFL football in his life. I wouldn't, I, I would rather have Duck Hodges who has all the heart in the world go out there and, and try and win with heart before I, you know, try and put something out like that on the field so yeah i just
0: think mason doesn't want to be there so if he does want to be there i don't know how willing he'd be to yeah, be that when, coach on the field but I, I get it i was thinking about it earlier uh today too that if mason is traded or cut you never know because uh if he's that disgruntled and asked for a trade and they can't find a trade partner i don't know if he'll stick around then you run the risk of not having a qb3 which of course is important you know if mitch goes down uh kenny's your guy and then Listen, we've seen third string quarterbacks play before, a la Duck Hodge, as I just said. If Chris Oladoukin, who hasn't had a single rep in the preseason yet, and I haven't heard really anything about him, he's probably got some heart, uh, has to play this season, you're going to be thinking, all right, uh, maybe should have held on to Mason Rudolph a little bit. But uh, who knows? It's probably a disaster situation regardless if your two top quarterbacks get hurt and you can't overcome it.
1: Yeah, I could definitely just see them keeping all three and then uh, revisiting it, you know, after the season to kind of see how everything pans out. Because what happens if Mitch just goes out there and Kenny doesn't even play this season? Mitch might put up Pro Bowl numbers and take the Steelers into the playoffs and our offensive line clicks and Najee Harris. You know, it's like Super Bowl, baby. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get too far ahead of ourselves because we're still in the preseason. But uh, yeah. anything's possible, man. Uh, people, like, tend to forget that he did take the Bears and he did have that Pro Bowl season before. And he is a proven winner in this league. So um, I like the signing. I was shocked by it. I was shocked by them drafting Kenny Pickett. Um, I would have took offense alignment. But I'm embracing, uh, you know, Kenny Kenny Pickett. It's cool. Just to, it, It's a good story. And if it works out, great. If not – I wish we would have got an offensive (laughs) lineman.
0: Just like uh,
1: Adam Rank said. Hey, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now
0: on this show. All right? So I want Sammy and the crew to clip this off, and we're going to put this on Twitter uh, on a reel. It's my bold prediction for the Steelers' 2022 season, and that prediction is that Mitch Trubisky will start every game for the Pittsburgh Steelers this season. Asterisk, barring an injury. That doesn't count. But I say if he's healthy – he is not going to get benched all season because I think he's going to keep the team in games. I think his mobility is going to prove to be a, a huge asset for this offense. And I think the Steelers are going to make the playoffs as a wildcard team again, right around that nine or 10 win mark. Uh, you hang around there. Mitch Trubisky plays in the playoffs, gets your team to the playoffs. You don't need Kenny Pickett yet and keep him on the bench for one season. That's my bold prediction.
1: Okay. Okay. I like that, and I can agree with that. But let me let me tell you something who everyone forgets that we're still the kings, kings of the AFC North, okay? We beat the Baltimore Ravens twice. We beat the Cleveland Browns twice. The Bengals, to me, I don't want to call it a fluke season, them going to the Super Bowl, but they got to show me that they're, this is a new Bengals era. They have the talent. They have the players. I get it. But to me, until someone consistently wins the AFC North, and remains on top like the Steelers have over this past decade. I don't care what you you can tell me. The Browns are supposed to be good on paper every year. What happens?
0: Yeah, yep. That's all. Uh, We saw that last year. That's for sure. Yeah, we're getting late in the show. We're going to wrap up here soon. Something we didn't touch on, Cam Hayward's potential injury. We don't have a full update, so I don't want to speculate or talk about it too much but he did go down with what appeared to be a left ankle injury in practice today, which could be absolutely disastrous. Let's not sugarcoat it for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, So we want to tell everybody out there to make sure and follow us at sick podcast Steelers on Twitter. Of course, the sick podcast Steelers crazy. You can find us on Instagram. We're going to be sharing a lot of really cool stuff. Some giveaways. Jordan just posted at Jordan York music and James Harrison football giveaway. So we're going to keep building this, building this, and uh, be at the top soon in the Berg. So we can't wait to do that. Once again, want to shout out Adam Rank. What a great guest. Check out his sick podcast as well. Love talking Trubisky and all things Steelers and Bears with him. I want to shout out Jordan York. Of course, Sammy, it's his birthday. For everybody else that joined the Steelers' crazy sick podcast today, I'm Mike Nicastro. Peace. Until next time.
2: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.